Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Bears Corner, um, the Battle Fever podcast. I'm your host this evening. Uh, unfortunately, you're stuck with me, but very pleased and delighted to have with me two good guys with me. And that's uh, first of all, of Callum, as he makes his return. For all you ladies out there, welcome back, Callum. <laughs> I'm very, very glad to be back. It's a, a change from uh, from doing uni work and doing work, so I'm, I'm happy to, to be back. How's your week been? Busy? It's been fantastic. I've been dreaming about coming on the show all week. <laughs> um, dreaming about what I can say to impress the host. So we'll, we'll give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what am I coming to here, lads? Exactly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and also with me, a real friend, Snags. How do you, Snags? Tron? How's your week been? Good to see you guys. Do you know what, mate? It's been it's been very very good, and I'll and I'll, and I'll tell you for why. Today I got an email from PayPal, right, on one of my like old Gmail accounts, and it said, "Oh, we've noticed your account's inactive, and if you don't start using it, we'll charge you eight pound a month, and there's some money in there." And I was thinking, how can there be money in there? Like, I can't. Even, like, I've not used this PayPal account like in about twenty years. Went in there. There's forty eight quid policies. We've drew that straight away, motherfucker. Spent it on beer. Here we are. What a week it's been. Yeah, well, that's that's like the thing you put your hand in your pocket and you find a tenner. Who even uses paper money anymore? What even is paper money? No, it's it's a a myth of twenty twenty. Do you know a a myth is actually a female moth? (laughs) Fucking hell! Jesus Christ, man! (laughs) What kind of podcast is this? 
it's a dad joke. What can I say? Right. <laughs> okay, boomer, carry on. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we're here to discuss uh, first of all the uh, Europa League match uh, played last night um, against uh, Lech Poznan. We won one nil thanks to Alfredo Morelos. I'll quickly go through the lineup for you if you want. You happy with that? Ah, you go for it, mate. Okay, so uh, we started off. Our first start eleven was uh, in goal was uh, McGregor, uh, Tav Goldson, Balogun, uh, and Bonner at the back. Davis, Kamara, Arfield in midfield and up front. Hadji, Kent, and Roof. Um, on the bench, McLaughlin, Bassey, Hollander, Jack, Itson, Zunga, first time on the bench, uh, Patterson, Aribo, Barker, Stuart, Barjonis, and Alfie Morelis, our goal scorer. So uh, we'll start with you, Callum, seeing as you're off to the left of me, and you, you need to unmute yourself, obviously. Um, how did you think uh, the lineups went? Uh, were you surprised by any starters or, or formation or anything like that? Um, well, this is we were speaking about this just before, is that my work schedule especially on a Thursday at work, so that I can only catch the second half. But So it's no use for fucking... for Oh, I was surprised to see... Because I didn't see any any, any line-up. But I, I, was, I was surprised to see Zungu thrown in the bench straight away. I didn't think we'd, we'd see him at all. I thought the first time we'd see him would be next week. Um, and it was... The, the, the one thing I did notice is that Alf Alfredo... Um, to come on as quick as he did and to score the goal, that, that to me is a promising sign because it's the, the clinical sort of striker that we all we all know that he, he is. So it was good to see him back to his best. Okay, yeah. Well, yes, next. Were you surprised with any of the starters or the, the way we lined up? Um, not really, mate. To be honest, it was kind of um, sort of standard standard template of what we would have expected. But as uh, young Callum quite rightly pointed out, that it was a surprise to see Zungu uh, included on the bench, considering he's only had I think it's a one training session, Callum or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, right. And I, and I'm guessing it's you know just to show uh, the strength and depth that we have um, in our European squad, which was which was nice to see. Um, but no, I think it was I think it was a it was a it was a fair shout the old lineup, mate. Yeah, I, I said on the, the pre-match podcast, I thought Hollander would have started. So I was quite surprised to see, to see uh, Balogun in there. Unless, of course, uh, Hollander's still carrying that slight knock. I, I don't expect, uh, I'll go into this later on, but I, I don't expect him to start on Sunday, and I'll give him reasons why. So I think Balogun will start on Sunday again. But that, that was the only kind of surprise for me, really, was uh, Balogun starting. I mean, we lined up a 4-3-3, which is a, a sort of standard. Um, I did notice pausing, and they lined up in a 4-3-2-1. And they played a really, really high press against us. I mean, they were almost sitting on top of a, a McGregor when he was trying to take the, the, the by kicks. I was really surprised at how high they pressed us. And it was quite effective. Would you like to Yeah, it, from what I did see, that sort of frustration that we saw a lot of the times last year was was in there. Um, it was kind of, it was quite a cagey affair, I thought. Uh, Jordan Campbell in the Athletic was was really good at summing up the game, and he said that it was it was very patient play, and by patient I think he was being a bit kind because it was it was really frustrating to watch at times. Um, we were really left wanting in the final third, I thought, and this is the kind of game where Yanis Hadji he's not in the best of form just now. That's the kind of game where you would expect and want him to kind of grab, you know, against the teams like Braga when we're down and out. Not by any means that we were down and out last night. But those those affairs are. I think he had the perfect opportunity last night to show why we spent three four million on him, and maybe he didn't quite grab it as much as he should have. 
Yeah, I quite agree with you. I think he's. I th- he didn't lead. The, I thought the front three kind of broke down a little bit. That's where we, we kind of struggled to for ball retention and stuff like that, and it put more pressure on the midfield and defence. Um, I, I was quite frustrated with the whole thing. But looking back in the match again, which I did today, I was. I, I kind of changed my opinion slightly. But I'll get to that in a second. We'll come to you first, Snags. What, what was your opinion of the match and the sort of analysis on it? I mean, no worries. Can I just check in there? Sorry, I was. I was. I was distracted. Callum, were you talking about Yanis Hadji there? Yes, I was. I. All right, good, nice one. So um, that's what I thought. So stick with me, um, and 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 thanks very much as well for um, bigging up my pal Jordan at the Athletic as well. He does a fantastic job, and yeah. the majority of the stuff that I bring to any podcast is normally f- like from his articles anyway, because he's he, he's he's reading of the tactical game is superb, and he's somebody that I, that I massively respect in the uh, journalistic space. So <clears throat> talking about talking about Yanis Hadji then, um, quite nice. Quite a nice segue, and as you quite rightly pointed out, policies in the first half we lacked we lacked a lot of fluency. The possession, it was it was stop start. We we we, we struggled to find that kind of killer pass, that through ball, and I felt that 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 Yanis Hadji was 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 not kind of like left wanting. He was he was trying he was trying to make something happen, um, and I think you know that that is being respectful to the to the to the to the high press of Lech Bosnian as you as you quite rightly pointed out, and it was very clear that they had um, quality. Um, particularly when they won the ball back and they were and they were on the counter attack against us, that was that was very evident and also quite frightening at times. Hmm. Um, but uh, shout out to Glenn Kamara as well, who who, who I thought was outstanding. Um, but Haji, um, he, he was trying really hard. I mean, obviously had that wee pass out wide to Tav that should have led to to an opener um, and a couple of like wee sort of back heel through balls and stuff like that. It just you know it was it was sort of semi happening, but wasn't he? Um, He's a, he's a guy who's registered eight assists, right, and eighteen appearances. Sorry, sixteen appearances in all competitions this season. Um, and to give you an idea of how good he's expected assists are, right, it's three point three nine. Um, and bear in mind, he's, he's he's had eight assists last season. Ryan Kent had four point four five and registered zero assists. That's that's how good he is. You know, he's 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 got that eye for. Um, you know, creating something special, and uh, I think it was Gary McAllister that that, that <coughs> described him as somebody who uh, kind of thinks of his game in inches. Like he's literally his worst, uh, so he's, he's his own worst critic. So he'll like request footage and things like that. He'll take it back home. He'll analyze it, and he'll try and kind of better his game um, over that time. And 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 I felt you know he, he was somebody that was a that that, that was a clear standout. Um, in that particular regard, but anyway, if you want to read more about Yanis Hadji, please check out um, Jordan's a- uh, article in the Athletic. There's some f- fantastic stuff in there, and also um, some really good pass maps, so you can see kind of that the majority of his passes, like o- although he plays out in that sort of right hand side, because him and Kent are basically the two number tens, um, he's always he's always trying to pass forward into the box to make something happen, and I, and I, and I think there's a lot more to come from him, um, and you know, so. It only bodes well for the for the future. And sorry, I sort of digressed there, but I felt it was a good segue. No, that's perfectly fine. I've, I'm just going to I'm just going to go for a slight tangent myself because I've just realised I forgot to do something at the top of the show, which is very remiss of me. Uh, and that's I need to point out that Baz was supposed to be here. He did come on um, pre pre going live. Unfortunately, his Wi-Fi on the rig didn't hold up, um, so he's had to drop out. But it's Baz's birthday, and happy birthday, buddy! Um, it's a pity you can't be here. Really sorry. 
Happy uh, birthday to Baz. Yeah. I had a thing all lined up from as well. You know, now we we Mo's been she's been getting the, the vocals going all sorts. Of, yeah. So unfortunately, that's just what it is. Yeah. I to to, so to go back on to uh, back on topic of the match. I thought that um, as I said we we really struggled in the first half um, to get any kind of fluency in our play. Um, they played played really high on us. Um, and even with the first 10 minutes of the second half, it was just a repeat of the first 45 minutes in many respects. But then we started to take a bit of a grip of the game. We started to sort of realise the, the, the game plan of what we had to do. We started to pass the ball through them. And then we made some substitutions. Jack came on. I thought Jack had a very good game. He's a steady the ship in many respects. Um, he was He's always in the right place at the right time, as we discussed yesterday in the other pod. Um, and then, of course, there was um, Alfie doing what he does best. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he leads the line really, really well. He took his goal really f- fantastic. But you have to say, what, what a what, what a cross from Barisic. I mean, he, it's an absolutely, he could find Lord looking for the pass. It's just sensational, honestly. Um, so I was, I was, I was really, really pleased we got the goal. Uh, somebody put in here, I can't remember is how is my ticker because uh, I discussed this yesterday. I'm an old man, I can't handle these sort of things. But uh, yeah, I was. Uh, after the goal, and I settled down an awful lot, shall we say. I went, I went to my happy place. So, I was, it was all right. I was pretty pleased with that. Um, I think, overall, uh, to Gerard afterwards, he was really pleased with the, the performance. And that's why I went back and watched the match again, because I tried to look at it with kind of fresh eyes. Because in, in the chat, I was really frustrated. But I think, looking back on the fresh eyes, you can see what Gerard was getting at. His, his players played the game he wanted them to. Poznan were... No mugs. They played really, really well. They had a game plan. They stuck to it, and they they could have scored themselves. Uh, I know, especially in the uh, second half, a shot came across the box, um, and uh, their attacker just missed it. So I think we've done all right there. I agree. Yeah, I just, I, 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 sorry, sorry Carl. On you go. No, no, I was, I was, I was just going to say a, a, a quick word on Morelos. Um, me, me and Paul shared a, shared a couple of messages a couple of weeks back where uh, the guys at um, uh, the Rangers report um, had had created a win Im- win impact ratio chart for Alfredo Morelos, and it shows a steady decline. Um, and obviously, that was a massive worry f- uh, f- um, for us going forward. But every now and again, it will just pop up with absolute perfection. And that goal, like although we're giving credit to Barisic for the cross for finding him, if you watch it back, Morelos times his run to absolute perfection. He's behind the line. And then Barisic makes the cross and he gets in front of the defender, bang, back in the net. It's, it's a thing of absolute beauty. Um, and, you know, I just hope that he kicks on from that because he's somebody that obviously we, we, we relied heavily on last season and we don't necessarily need as much this season, but we still need him to perform at his best when he's on the pitch. And that, please, more of that, Alfredo. Absolutely. I quite, I quite agree with you. There's uh, a couple of things here. Uh, Fidge 6 is a friend uh, a friend of uh, uh, Scott said, uh, thought looked uncomfortable playing for the back in the first half. I quite agree. It was nice to see, though, if we can make uh, that more efficient, it would be great. And it would be great. I think it's. I think Poznan with a team we've never come up against that kind of team before um, who sit who pressure really high, but also yeah. as you attack, they also sit deep. Now, we used to try to break down teams because they're sitting deep, but they, they managed it really efficiently and really well. They were pressing high, but they got back in numbers. It was a very, it was a very fluent uh, team performance, I thought, from I was very, I must admit, I was very impressed with them, especially down the left-hand side. I mean, they nullified Tav completely, took him at the game. So I was very impressed with them. 
Uh, just a quick one uh, for yourself, uh, Callum. Uh, are you drinking <laughs> red wine the bottle? Uh, I'm so not drinking red wine. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's Australia. Well, at least pretend. Yeah, exactly. pretend, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretend you've been watching the We Welcome a Chase podcast of, of like long ago, watching policies down in uh, red wine for a bottle. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a disappointment today, but we'll we'll try it next not, time. Not, not, uh, not at all, mate. You're still conditioning your liver, and it's lovely to see. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, Benfica, they also won last night. Um, I think, they obviously, we always knew from the start they were going to be our main rivals within the group. Um, I, I, just a quick, I don't want to do too much because we've got another pod, pre-pod, uh, pre-match pod and then we come up on Thursday, but just a quick, what's your thoughts on them? Do, do you see, uh, you seen the highlights and how they play, Callum? Uh, short answer, no. Long answer. I, I, I've followed them for a wee while, sort of, only when they're on the TV, and I think they're quite strong, especially in the wide areas. So that's that's a concern. That unless our fullbacks are at their their very best, they've got um, is it the Argentinian the boy on the left wing? It's something like Servi. Do you know it's mm. quite a lot of pace going up the wings, and that that would give you trouble. I mean, I think I happen to think that our two fullbacks are probably, if not the two strongest players in our team, then right up there. So I think that we've got a. Uh, a benefit in that sense, but you look at if you look at some of the stats for Benfica, it's it's quite commonly very in their favour. You know, you're you're getting double the shots that they're taking that their opposition. Their shots on target are high. They've got high possession. So I think you're quite right in saying that they are definitely the the toughest challengers for the group. We need to, yeah. if not change our style and adapt to theirs, then we need to really nail down our own style. Snacks. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I'll echo uh, what obviously Callum said. Um, I completely agree with that. I think you know Benfica are by far um, the most difficult opponents we'll we'll face in this group and potentially the competition. I think they, they are a very very good side. If you look at their record um, this season, they've scored thirty nine goals across all competitions. They 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 score high in the majority of their games. Like I'm talking like three four goals a pop. So you know that's that that's that's something we need to be wary of, um, and I think in particular we'll need to be patient um, when we when we do play them and and, and and keep our shape across the ninety minutes. It's gonna it's gonna demand massive massive concentration. But as last night showed, uh, was it last night? Aye. as last night showed, <laughs> we, we we don't have to be at our absolute best to beat quality sides. We just have to create something. And I think, you know, as long as we can do that on the night, then I've I've got no worries because I'm pretty sure policies and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a it's a double header, isn't it? We've got we've got it the is, one yes. week and then the following week. So yeah, that's gonna be yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be really interesting. Um but you know, as I've said on our, on our previous pod and Scott has agreed with me, teams should fear us, not the other way around. Um, and I think Benfica will be looking at us across the last couple of games and be thinking, do you know what, lads? It's not going to be an easy ride, this. Um, and long may yeah. that continue. Yeah, I, I, I quite um, agree, I think. Sorry, carry on, Callum, sorry. I wanted to point out, um, and I've not been on the pod for ages, so if I take too long, I'm too rusty, just fucking hurry me along. Um, <laughs> I wanted to point out that that, that Skip is to the my favourite wing. <laughs> Don't you listen to him. Don't you listen to him, Callum. You fucking take your time, mate. The teams like left Poznan who really give us trouble, you're, they're slightly comparable to what we faced domestically last season. And it's not, yeah. you can win three games in a row, 6 0, but then as, as one difficult game comes along, you fold. You know what I mean? That's not that's not what we need to be this season. 
we've finally found that winning streak in the games where they are tough. Obviously, last night's an example. So that long may that continue as well, because you know that we're going to be faced with games like that domestically this season, and that's exactly what we were lacking last season. So it's a a good sign. Obviously, Europe and uh, domestic football are two totally different things, but if we can carry that style of play or that form into domestic football, then that's a good sign for us, definitely. Yeah, I quite agree with uh, what Matt Mitchell has said here as well. So our record against Portuguese sides has been solid. I think we'll take points off them. And I quite agree. I think we'll take points off them as well. Um, so we've got away on Thursday and then the, the following matches at Ibrox uh, the following Thursday. Um, and as we said, these players, I love the fact we're playing teams of so many different styles, yet still remain in control. What a turnaround. And the prospects are so exciting. And I, I completely echo those sentiments as well. That's, that's a very true statement. Um, I think... Um, I think, if I'm correctly, we only need four more points, really, uh, for our next four games to, to ensure qualifications. Yeah, that's right. That's... Did I see that we've already equaled our... Now, please correct me, because I've only seen this once. Have we already equaled our point total from last season or something like that in the group? Yeah. Well, we're very close to it. Is that right? So that's, yeah, that's yeah. A, another good sign. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I, fantastic. And sorry, Paul, I was, I was, yeah. I was just going to say, I think, I, I, I think the major difference this season is, is the strength and depth of the squad, in particular, um, the rotation of the defenders and the strikers. That's a massive advantage for us, um, and that's only going to bode well for the latter stages of the competition as well. Yeah, and I just, I was just going to, I was going to point something out, and then um, Matt Weir's come up with this. It says that, like Steve G said last night, we work hard to gain the win. And Benfica and we tell us how much we need to prepare for Champions League. It's a completely different kettle of fish to Europa, and it is. And I quite mm. agree with that. That's. It, it, I think the Benfica matches are going to be a benchmark for for their progress. Our, our progress has been, especially in Europe, has been fantastic under Gerard. This season, in general, has been fantastic. And I'm just going to cut to our stats for the for if you don't mind a second. This month alone, we've played six, won six, and conceded one goal. Overall for the season, we've played 17, drawn two, lost nil, scored 42 and against four. That's that's impressive. It doesn't matter where you are. That is very impressive stats. And I this think this is why. Um, sorry, keep going. No, sorry. carry on. No, John, you carry on. This is why I think what what Snagsy said was is it ties in with that. It's really important that other teams should be looking at us in fear because I'm I'm sitting with the the Premier League up here. And Benfica sit top with five yeah. games, five wins, and fifteen goals. But then, to to any team in the world, you see that and you think that that could cause trouble. But then they're looking at our stats and they're thinking that that's not going to be a, a rollover, certainly not. And I think they'll be thinking the same thing. That's it's really impressive. So yeah. we're the, the the strides that we've made in the last two or so years. It's just to to be level with teams like this. It it boggles the mind. Yeah, and 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 Callum as well. Just to just to touch on your point, mate, about um, about league positions and stuff like that. So, um, Benfica have got Boa Vista on Monday, who sit like second bottom um, in the in in their Premier League. So potentially that's going to be a big scalp for them. Um, and I would hope that I think we've got is it is it Kilmarnock at the weekend? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I would I would hope that we would go into that game with this momentum and know like when we went into Ross County and looked lost as fuck um, at Ibrox um, it'd be nice to kind of kick on that momentum and then obviously if, if, if they win and we win it takes us into a good place for that game on Thursday um, so that's my that's my only hope really <laughs> I wanted to go back to that was it WeCID who put the, the point about um, 
did she say? Sorry, you've put the comment up a wee while ago. Two seconds. This one here. I love the fact that we're playing teams with so many different styles yet still remaining in control. That's probably one of the biggest things that I love to see this season because no one will sit here and say that our styles domestic domestically is the same style that we play in Europe. It's two totally different competitions. You're playing against different opposition. You have to play different football. But the fact that we've not only solidified the style that we've been playing under Gerard for the last few years domestically, but then developed a new style and maybe I wouldn't say perfected that, but we're well on the way to to doing well with that new style. It's just it the the progress ahead is is unreal. It's the mindset they have to get into as well. You know, play, what playing domestically one way one on a Sunday and then European on on a Thursday and then going back to back and forth. It must be not only physically draining but also mentally draining. And I think the players have change think, between the two different styles. You know, yeah, Kamara exactly, will yeah. try something in in uh, against Kilmarnock that's that's going to work against maybe Porto, but yeah, it won't work at all. So the to know the knowledge of football to to change and mould your style uh, in in coercion with your opposition is just it's, it's brilliant. Uh, and a shout out for Kamara, as you said earlier on, Snags. I thought he was outstanding last night. Yeah. A head head no. and shoulders, the best player in the park. He has come on leaps and bounds this season. New yes. contract, please. Yeah, he, he, jo- he joined his new slime <laughs> and then he dipped and then he's come back. But it's almost like he's got a new lease of life. It's, like, it's almost like most of the players actually like that. Yeah. Completely different mindset. I think, I think I said in the podcast last week that after we sort of capitulated a little bit after at the end of last season, it was after the Hearts match, Gerard said, I need to go away and think very carefully about myself and, what, and how I take this forward. And everybody was reading thinking, oh my God, he's going to resign. But obviously not. He's not away in thought, right? That we need to do something, change the mindset, change the mentality, and by Christ, it's worked. Yeah, Paul Puck, you think that that coming up from Fridge Fridge three hundred six about the about the changes? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, there you go. So I just want to touch on that quickly. We were talking about Yanis Hadji earlier, and obviously as soon as Alfredo Morella scored, Hadji was off for a rebo on, um, and you know to <laughs> to swap. A quality player who can make something happen for a quality player who can make something happen is is a massive, massive difference um, to what we faced last season. And Yanis Hadji's not the kind of guy who's kind of going to run back and, and start defending and shit, whereas Joe Rebo is. Do you know what I mean? He's He, he gives us that kind of um, shielding quality, but also um, the quality going forward. And that, for me, it's it's... It's laughable. Like I'll chuckle to myself watching it happen. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? If you think about where we were, you know, three or four years ago, it's 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 total different kettle of fish. It's brilliant. It's, it's, it's going back 15 years, really, isn't it? Replacing yeah. replacing quality with quality, international player with an international player, and and they're both automatic starters for the country. Yeah. You get a struggling they're struggling to get a game time with us, and I think that's, that's fantastic. Callum, sorry. I um, I <laughs> this is quite funny to remember. I saw this thing on Twitter the other day. Whoever shared it, it was absolutely brilliant. And they said, "Look how far we've come since 2018." And I looked at our starting lineup last year, and I thought, "This just brings back terrible memories." We had a shit season, but then why have we had that? And I looked at the starting lineup, and I thought, "Do you know what? That's not that bad." And then you look at the bench, and you think, "Holy fuck!" But <laughs> and at the bench, I if you compare the photos from last season this season in terms of the bench the the quality is unreal yeah and, and, and that is a difference to us. that that that's what's that's what's making a big difference to us just now and here's what stig said in regards to that he's basically said you reckon we'll give the french players a run out of, uh, to rest players for thursday 
I can't see it myself. I think fringe players. What are they? Yeah, exactly. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. think You're talking the, about the core of the team is there. I mean, you, you you may get one or two changes, but I don't think there'll be that much. Aye. And I mean, we can talk about that now if you want policies. I don't know, obviously, where we are on your agenda. Sorry, but. What's that for the Kelly match? We'll do it at the end. Aye. All right, okay. I'll shut up. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, just a couple of things. There was a, was a couple of really, uh, really poor challenges, especially one in Balogun. I, I, I want to highlight, I thought that was. Uh, and how we, how we got away with it and it only got a yellow. It was uh, it's, it's a red card all day long. You saw it the weekend in the Premier League, an Everton player get sent off for something that was an accident. This guy deliberately started, raked his studs down the back of Balogun's uh, Achilles, and how he got away with it is, is ridiculous. There was some a few heavy challenges went in like that last night. I wasn't overly impressed about, but you know we got away with it. No injuries. Policies. It happened. It happened versus uh, Ryan Kent versus Celtic had his fucking Achilles scraped and nothing happened. I mm. think um, the least that we can hope for is that is that when VAR is deployed in the playoff stages, that you know we we we, we have those kind of decisions reviewed. Um, and the correct decision made, but I think until then, we just have to, you know, we've got to let it go. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where, when it's when it's live and the ref doesn't see it, then we're not going to get it. But when it's replayed in slow motion, it looks much worse than what it is, and it's easy for us to say, "There, that's where he scraped his Achilles, you bastard!" I can't believe you're not giving him a card for that, you know. And the refs like that, fuck off, mate. It was like not point two seconds. <laughs> like I just saw a player go down. But you know just, it's, it, it is hard in real time, and obviously they are professionals, but they will make mistakes, and unfortunately that's just the way it is. Yeah, just point a note on that what you just said there. You know, point the television and screaming and swearing at the referee for not noticing it. I, I thought I disabled the cameras to my house for you. So how, how you how you still get through and spot me doing that? I've really no idea. I'm, I'm actually quite disturbed. <laughs> Paul, it says if I showed you my fucking toolkit, you would be frightened for the rest of your days because I would have you arrested in minutes. <laughs> hey Callum, I'm working on you, mate. I'm working on you. You're new, so I need to I need to collect my reports on that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I just want to give a wee shout out to Ross Nelson, who's in the chat as well. It's nice to see you, buddy, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, and and Stevie and Maggie Payton and all. Of course, absolute legends, the pair of them. Absolutely, yeah. Quite agree with you. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to some other talking points uh, that have been on the club recently. Um, okay, Zungu, I mentioned earlier on, you finally training with the first team squad. Um, did you see his uh, his training video and stuff like that? Uh, his little interview he, he done. You know, see his, his interview. No, he, apparently he's going up to no, South Africa. No. He's, he's uh, his father got him impressed with Rangers and stuff like oh, that. Did he? Yeah. I. I did, we've he, seen, he, we've he, seen that before. Did you see? Did you see somebody? Somebody uh, basically doctored his Wikipedia page yesterday. Did you see this? <laughs> <That's a good laughs> for, for those of you who haven't, I've got it here, but I shall read it out. And it basically says uh, Bongani Zungu, uh, born in October nineteen eighty-two, is a South African footballer who plays as a midfielder for Scottish club Rangers on loan for French club Amiens and the South African national team. Bongani has just started up as a South African Rangers supporters club after Irish Dave gave him a ring to discuss the appropriate bigotry tunes we played at his hometown. Speaking to Northern Ireland Rangers Council TV, Bongani said, Irish Dave has helped me a lot. And then the Ulster flags put across my hometown back home. He also gave me the number of Big Boss Bernie in Glasgow here. Uh, <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. 
Paul the CG fucking wrote that. Come on, that's that's your patter there. That's no, your fucking no. patter. There, tell there, tell tell the truth. The people need to know. There is more to it, but I'll leave it at that. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm checking your cash later. <laughs> you can check how you went. I, I must admit, I looked. And I thought. I, I think I got into it and said, "All right, who's the Joker?" I, was, I don't know why. For some reason, I just I clicked on uh, Zungo. I wanted. I was trying to get some info from this, this evening to find out what, what you know some information. And I just went. Oh, I got no further than that. I thought, "Oh my god!" Well, policies. I can officially review reveal that Zungu joined the Cape Town Loyal. He learned to play the sash on the Vuvuzela, and that's oh what got him hooked. That's what got him hooked on the fucking Rangers. I uh, see. I'm, I'm glad right. about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was it was good to see him. Uh, I think his his involvement on the bench yesterday was to get him involved within the first team uh, atmosphere to give him a, a taste of what 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 what's to come as such. And he was never going to get near the pitch. I don't think after one training session. I mean, he's been what, training his uh, his flat for two weeks, using only weights, and a training program given to him by the. What club. is we fit? Basically, <laughs> yeah, that was that. it. That's like basically, that. yeah. Do, do you know something? Uh, I know somebody who has got who has got a wee, and and they got the wee fit, and they actually said to me, "Goes this, this, She said to me, "Oh, it's amazing." I said, "How'd you be?" She goes, "Oh, well, I was jogging. I think." Doctor goes, "Oh, the scenery's nice here." She's looking at the fucking uh, computerized trees in her telly. <laughs> I can confirm it's great scenery by the way Them that wee fucking jogging level's brilliant you can jump off the walls and shit it's, it's like proper fucking parkour or whatever it's called it's brilliant <laughs> I, but I, get, I, always, I always mix it up with parquet that's flowing isn't it that's just weird there you go. <laughs> what, what can I say hell. Jesus Christ <laughs> okay so uh, also we got a uh, Castora issued um, a release a new retro kit today that, 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 that Snags is not a fan I think I think it's quite nice I'm not sure I'm going to fork out 70 notes or, you know, if I'm being honest with you um, no I, I don't I don't know why it's been released um, it's just it's one of those things it, what, what do you mean you don't know why it's been released it's a it's to make money policies that's why it's been released come on <laughs> well i didn't no i didn't want to say that snags i am i am retail snags retail snags hat on is why that, would we release i kept well we're not getting the fans in we're, we're lacking a bit of revenue i've got a great idea retro just fucking create this blue thing bit of a collar embroidered badge that's what kills it every time if you do an embroidered badge they'll buy it piece of piss what if we do an embroidered custode badge shut the fuck up all right, well, sixty-nine quid. That'll cover it. Bingo, boom. That's it. I won't be buying it. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to be cynical about it, but there we go. Mate, yeah. the thing is, it looks like the old fucking. Do you, do you remember when when we won the title at Command at that day? Lafferty scored. Stephen Naismith. Fucking that top oh, with the fucking tennis. collar. Aye, Aye, that's yeah, that's yeah. the same. It's basically the same one, but no fabric. They've made it into this fucking, like this this fabric, but just one color with it. Honestly, it's minimal effort. It's genius, to be fair. It is genius because you know they've got the players wearing it and they're saying, "Oh yeah, I really like this." And, and Alan McGregor's like trying to hide it. He's like, "Nice," but really he's thinking, "What the fuck is this? I'm not wearing this." Anyway, but that being said, you know. Um, you know, on, on a serious note, if you do like it and you want to buy it, please buy it because obviously it's it's revenue generation for the club and Mike Ashley. Yeah. Um, uh, personally, I think uh, we CID is going to buy the purple one because being a goth, that's the sort of stuff. You know, mm. Blacks and purples. Policies, did you see the announcement today that Castor are actually going to venture into the Premier League and the club that they are attaching themselves to is uh, Newcastle United? I did see bit, that, yeah. Bit weird, is it not? That's a bit strange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit strange. I, I, I'm not going to speculate, but 
Further couple of beers, lads. I'm sorry. The truth. It's truth mode now. That's it. You're fucked. Uh, we we uh, we Mo's got a point here. Less is more. We want a duck before Christmas. Oh, where is want... the duck? I'll yeah. tell you where it is. It's in the Sports Direct warehouse. That's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ashley's sitting on that one. He's like, I've got exclusivity of everything here. The Rangers duck. They're all wanting it. Let's make them wait a bit longer. How, how bit big longer. is this? How big is this duck he's sitting on? It's a massive duck. Mate, his house is a duck. He's taking the piss. Like, folk are walking by taking photos and that because it's the ranger's duck and he's just laughing in his wee chair. I stride it. With his big, like, beer belly out, like, just <laughs> laughing away with, yeah. with his wallet full of £50 notes. You know what I mean? <laughs> the guy's a fucking idiot. Absolute idiot. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that, yeah. Well, something says, uh, so, uh, Fridge says, spot on snacks. With you, Fridge. Do you know, sorry, just to, just to go off on a segue, I'm watching... Um, uh, line of Duty at the moment. I don't know if you guys have seen it, right? No, uh, it's, it, if you've not seen it, it's fantastic television. It's about um, like uh, an anti-corruption crime squad, basically that investigate all these cases. It's got Tandy Newton in it and stuff like that. There's like a, a, a really good cast. But um, anyway, where was I going with that? I've just <laughs> I lost, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. Oh I, shit! Ma- Ma- Maggie You're says she's. I've lost it. Maggie, whilst you think Maggie's saying she's got, uh, she's working on a Wikipedia page for you, and it just ties in nicely with Brian Clark's comment that says you're going to get your toolkit out for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. I've just, I can't believe I fucking lost my fucking train of thought there. What was, where was I going with that? I've got no idea. Uh, uh, come back see, to me. You, 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 I, I can't even oh. see, get this in. Guess you. Go for it. Highlight, highlight white cafe there. The spotman. Yep. Snag's very critical of Castor, draped in Castor. I will, mate, I fucking like this top, so I bought it, alright? That is my that is my God-given right. If I want to furnish the pockets of Mike Ashley, I will do so in my own time with my wallet and credit card, <laughs> should I wish to do so. And you can as well, mate. And you look like Baz, by the way, and it's deeply disturbing. Uh, you, you, know, you do, that's the thing, Mike Kipper, you do look like Baz. A better-looking version, I might add. Not on the man's birthday, Jesus Christ. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so there we go. That, that's it. What, what, do you have any thoughts on the strip, like Callum? See, you want to get your, I'm sorry, Callum, you carry on, mate. Yeah, you get your penis with him. What was that, sorry? Any thoughts on the uh, the retro strip? Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. Will I be buying it? No, I will not be spending £69 on a retro strip. I will just dig one of the old strips out the cupboard for free <laughs> no i just i agree with this and i don't even think it's smart you know that i don't i don't want to give them that much credit for it for it you just you stick a fucking a ranger's badge on something and people will buy it that's just how it goes and they know that so as policies buys it cancels order <laughs> with, 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 with my with my 20 percent forces discount card no, I don't. Um, I don't dislike it. I don't have a problem, obviously, buying it because any 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 money goes to the club is a good thing. Um, I, could I give them credit and say I like that there's a commercial presence within the club? Um, yes, you know, just sell whatever. Any money that's going into the club, whatever. Yeah, here's a good I'm point. Look, the, the part they're going to wear the kit wear the kit on in certain matches. Now, as you say. I thought you had to register said kits before the season Aye. started. So obviously, this has been the pipeline for a while. Aye, otherwise, been I'd, 
Aye, they've been sat out policies clearly, um, and I don't know how it would would it be a fourth kit. I don't know. I, I don't know what the limit is on uh, the registration of kits. Uh, to be honest, I know there's first, second, and third, but I don't know if there's a if you're allowed to add a fourth or not. I don't know. I don't Unknown. know. I, and here's the thing: they must they must have an agreement in place with both Thirty Two Red Utility and Tomcat Tires to say we're going to wear this particular kit on a, it's, it's maybe a set amount of times. There will be no branding on it. Yeah, that's that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that. It wasn't the the registration; it was the the adverts, obviously, because they've paid a certain amount of money, a certain figure to to have their their brand advertised. So I wonder how that worked. I wonder if it was it was just a a condition that we we yeah. can wear another kit. Yeah, maybe it's maybe, maybe it's maybe it's League Cup or something like that. Do you know what I, I don't mean? Know. Quite possibly. I don't know. Maybe mm. or, or there might be a wee glamour friendly or something. Possibly, yeah. Some, During yeah. a national break or some shit like that. That would make sense. Guest um, on D or something like that. Aye, and it's probably only going to be. It's probably only going to be. You know, it's going to be one fixture. It can be. It can be more than that, surely, because as Callum quite rightly points out, you know, there's a a sponsorship agreement in place with uh, with those vendors who will be expecting their branding all over James Tavernier's face. It's that that made me think that there, this has been in the pipeline for quite a while because the Rangers Twitter account actually put on earlier that it would be worn in a select number of games. So obviously this looks like it's been predetermined. Um, yeah. Possibly, well, assumably at the start, presumably at the start of the season. So yeah, Matt, Matt Weir's coming here says the retro strip was asked for by the fans without 32 red. I've seen a few different fan interviews with Castora at the beginning. Um, so it's obviously it's a... It's an agreement between Castor and Bingley. So it's obviously been in the pipeline for a long time. So there yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, also, just quickly, um, did you see the revised plans for the new Edmondson House? That there was planning consent about that. It's uh, there was issues, uh, complaints from locals that had to sort of rejig the plan slightly. So that's in the pipeline. What are the major changes policies? Talk us through them. Well, basically, from what I can understand, is they're making the, the, the kitchen area has been sort of redesigned. Uh, from my understanding from that is it's going to be for the the efflux to go not so close to the housing. It's been moved okay. more towards the middle of the building. Uh, there's lowering of uh, screening at the top because where, where, where all the extraction is um, comes out at the top of the roof. There's the quite high sort of shielding from that. That's all been lowered right down and moved away from the housing. It's it's essentially that, um, and I think they made the windows slightly smaller um, and moved the, the entrance. I think the whole building's actually moved maybe about, I think I saw something about one point two meters away, further away. And I think it's to do with the project for the elevation of the sun coming across the top of the stadium. Seriously, you take the piss. We take offence with the sun god Ra. Please fucking move your chimneys. All right, fair enough, lads. We'll build it in the no, plans. I think I think if people people who are used to maybe having sort of a certain amount of uh, because because the building is moving from further back to more more the more the front of the roads, it's blocking off <laughs> sunlight from people's houses. So they so right. in order they're moving it further away, and it gives a and, and they've obviously calculated it out, you know, but uh, but but using a sundial and you know and a sextant and stuff like that, they can work out where the elevation sun is going to be. Uh, and, and they can they can they can determine how much sunlight they're going to get. I think it's I've been really serious. This is an architect's paradise. <laughs> Fuck off, man! Yeah, you it, fucking it, drive boats. You know nothing about architecture. Come on. Hey, I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. I know naval architecture. Come here, someone, come Aye, exactly. You know how to drive a boat, right? 
I went off my thruppings here, right? I reckon we Jim that lives at number twenty-five on the Copeland Road, right? He's fucking popped into Ibrox, and he's and he's and he's and he's had a wee chat with the fucking staff, and he said, "Look, I live opposite a fucking Chinese, right? And whenever that Chinese is open, the smell comes through my window. It fucking takes over the house, and I didn't want that because your fucking your pie cafe that you're putting on the second floor there, that chimney." Is angled in a way where it's coming, <laughs> it's coming through, it's coming through into my fucking house. So I'm getting Chinese pies in my fucking house. I don't want Chinese pies. I just want sweet and sour. That's the smell I want. So if you can move your chimney a wee bit to the left and stick it in number fifty-five, that would be great. That's what's happened. Callum, anything to add? You know what I mean? But fucking Callum, sorry, mate. But policies is talking about like. Reducing the windy sizes, deflecting the sun and shit. I mean, what the fuck is this plan all about, man? Dear me. No, it, it, it was really interesting what you're saying because the thing about the sun is. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no idea. What you know? <laughs> I'm out. Here's, See you later. Here's the, here's the thing. You see, I, I was actually I was actually trained to pinpoint um, a, vessel, <laughs> a vessel's position anywhere in the globe. But we used it, we used a section, and by carefully pinpointing the position of the sun, I can deduce this daytime. Right, policies was trained to pin the fucking tail on the donkey with a blindfold on. That's what he was doing. I still missed. I know you did. That's why. That's why you ended up driving boats. <laughs> and and uh, thanks, Mo. Uh, once again, your your support is. Uh, I hope you're talking about policies, Mo. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, undoubtedly it is. And it's really, it's really disturbing. That's like in comments like that. It just it hurts. Cuts me, <laughs> cuts me, cut me deep, Floyd. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got half a page of notes in front of me, and it says Benfica, Poznan, Haji, but it says nothing about the fucking sun. I feel underprepared for this one. You see, you <laughs> are. You see, you see. This is the, this is the thing. You see, you've not been on in a while, or you've not done many live pods. We tend to go slightly off grid. Well, it's it's when Scott was telling me that that you were joining. I said, "Don't you turn it into a nature channel?" I know what what he's like, <laughs> and here we are. Do you mean naval channel? That's yeah, what he's fucking doing. Na- <laughs> I was going to say naturist. Fucking hell, man! See, see when you come in a Rangers podcast and start talking about windy sizes, mate, you're in the wrong job. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm only I'm only going but what was put down the architect's plans. That I, I was saw. I was walking I was walking down Edmondson Drive the other day, and I'm looking up at the fucking stadium, and I'm thinking, them windies are too big. It's fucking. In fact, I'm going to go in and make a complaint right now. Yep. Thirty centimeters all round. It reduced by, therefore, it gives a bit a bit of load paving on the walls. Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, I vote we move on. Callum, are you with me? Yeah, I yeah. should. Um, Good lad. Good lad. <laughs> no. Don't don't encourage him, Ryan Dunbar, you bastard. <laughs> okay, let's move on then, shall we? Back to football. And we'll briefly discuss um last weekend's result against Libby. Um because we're now back to SPFL stuff. So um, that was 2 0, and uh, two goals uh, by Aribo and, uh, and Jermaine Defoe with a 300th career goal, uh, which um, we won't, we're not going to dwell on this match very much at all. Um, it was good to see Aribo back, it was great to see him in the score sheet, but you have to say, what a hell of a finish from uh, Defoe. It was, it was just like he was walking down Buchanan Street and, and just uh, saw a cannon, well, there you go. just we say foot, there you go, bottom corner. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's what he's made his name for, isn't it? It's the reason he's he's got the chance to score three hundred 
career goals. He's he's someone that if you're a football fan around my age when you're growing up, you have to look up to him. <laughs> I do apologise. Stop baiting Paul that sees people in the chats, please. Because <laughs> he's going to put it up on screen regardless. You know that, right? Put loads of stuff about Wendy's, please. I think I think this is uh, Ryan's talking about me here. Uh, no, he's, talk- <laughs> he's, he's clearly talking about Callum, mate. It's oh, neither okay, of okay. us. It's neither no, of us. No, no. We're no professional at all. No, no, no. Callum, carry on. Sorry, buddy. Aye, I, I, w- I think I said what I was saying. I can't remember what I was saying, but it was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank fuck it's not just me. I was watching this show on telly, like fuck knows where I was going with that. Fuck it. But um, I policy. Sorry. Yeah. Let's. So quickly to to kind of summarise the Livingston performance. Um, the goals, the goals were fucking quality. The, the goals and, and Hadji again. You know, we we're talking about him earlier. To, like a, a lot of folk thought he was shaping to shoot, but he wasn't. He, he was making that pass. He, he knew where Aribo was. He was making that pass. And Defoe, like, let's not take away from Tav either. That ball across the top was superb. And for you know the accuracy of the pass, but also for for Defoe to time his run so he's still ahead of the defend. Uh, sorry, ahead of the defender when the ball comes over his head. Mm. Perfect timing to just side slot it past the keeper who's wrong footed because he's expecting him to take a touch, mate. We were, you know, we were given Kamar Roof's goal the week before, and it's just like, how are they going to yeah. beat it now? Do you know what I mean? How are they going to beat it versus Com Comanic? Uh, the takeaway from that is is the confidence that the team must be playing with just now, because you know that Livingston's Aye. been somewhat of a, of a pain in the arse, you know, for especially for Rangers, but yeah. also for other teams. But to to dominate a game like we did, I think we had about seventy odd percent of the ball, um, yeah. and we had. You know, triple the amount of shots that they had. We were we were actually keeping them on target as well, generally. So the confidence that the team's playing with just now is 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 something else, isn't it? I and also Callum, just to just to kind of touch on your point there, we were talking about this earlier. Um, regards how how teams are playing against us in the Europa League. Um, I think where we face teams that play the low block, where we maybe struggled last season to create opportunities, um, Livingston in particular, but obviously Kilmarnock at the weekend. I think we. Are pressing slightly higher. Obviously, the the defensive line comes higher as well, uh, which 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 enables us, you know, to get those cross balls across the field that uh, Connor Golson's kind of made a name for himself for. But I think um, there's a bit more confidence in our creativity to kind of unlock the door, um, and I think that's something that's that that is a massive positive. Which is why I'm thinking, you know, although we were we were lost at sea versus Ross County, like I mentioned earlier, we came back. Um, versus Livy, we put them to bed, and I, and you know I would hope versus Kilmarnock will do exactly the same, um, and I'm feeling confident about that. Yeah, I quite agree. I think I, the, the Livy match is say we went two 0 up, and we just took a foot right off the gas. We went, went from second down to first gear, and it was just comfortable. There was no yeah. there was no points expending too much energy. I mean, it's I know it's a terrible thing to say because clearly yeah. the players yeah. clearly the players are still committed. They're still done the job. They're very very professional, but I don't. I think they over overexerted themselves too much. They didn't have to. Um, they were obviously saving themselves for for last night, and it's and I don't think as long as we keep playing this Thursday Sunday Thursday Sunday Thursday Sunday just now, and, and if we if we do go a goal or two up within a, within the first twenty thirty minutes, I don't see us going to scalp teams four five six nil. It's not going to happen. The, 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 the team are too savvy now. They're, they are definitely going to try and conserve energy and keep themselves ready for. The following, uh, the following Thursday, and then 
following Sunday, etc., etc. That's just that's just what the way I see about, it. Yeah, it's all about the long game. A, a good six nil is yeah. uh, is nice to see every once in a while, but you'd you'd rather them save their energy for for the long haul because we know that it can be a long season in Scotland. Yeah. Um. So I'm very happy that they're they're getting the job done and then realizing that there's there's nothing wrong with saving energy. I think I think we just have to. I think that a lot of the supporters just have to have, sort of manage expectations in that regard because mm. you know when you when you go to up within twenty minutes, they're going like, they, you know, being for blood. This is be a cricket score. This is what but, people, yeah. But but the players are going right. Okay, the job's now done. Let's just shut shop. Let's just do what we have to do. Get through this another big match in a few days, and I and I'm I'm happy with that. As long as we're playing Thursday yeah. Sundays, I'm, as long as we keep winning, um, I'm happy with that. Yeah, you would much rather win, you know, thirty games two nil than twenty games six nil. Exactly. Because you get the yeah. same amount of points for for six goals or two goals, so it's I'm very happy with what's going on. Yeah, also, right. positioning is quite a, quite one that we missed earlier on. I don't think I don't know if anybody brought it up, but uh, the notable ones against um, Poznan were Glenn Kamara and Kamara Roof. Kamara Roof was playing a very deep role that I I'm not. Uh, I'm not that familiar with Kamara Roof before this. I remember him at Leeds. I don't know exactly what type of player he's he he's supposed to be, but I noticed that where where Kamara and Jack sometimes can be a bit like conjoined twins. Kamara was in his own little role, quite far up for Kamara, but Roof Roof was quite deep. I thought so. It was it was a strange, you know, if you look at the that moving graph that shows everyone's positions, for hmm. Roof. Quite deep a lot of the time. He was on the edge of the box an awful lot. I did notice. I, I think, <clears throat> I think he's um, he's he's almost embodying that kind of Morelos role. You know where he kind of drops deep to pull the defence out of shape to allow the wingers to kind of expose that space. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if maybe he's he's doing a bit of that. And actually, he's somebody um, who has a better positional set, uh, better posi- positional sense than uh, Morelos does. I, I would I would argue. Um, so. It can only kind of you know complement our style of play in the future. It almost seems like we've got three strikers who are each end of the pendulum. So we've got Alfredo Manelos, whose positional sense is maybe not. It's harsh to say few and far between. He can mm. get in the good position, as we saw the other yeah. day. We've got Kamar Reef, who knows who knows roughly where to be, and then at the other end we've got Jermaine Defoe, who's who's pretty much always in the in those positions. He's made a career out of being where he needs to be, isn't he? Yeah, so it's, and it's a sorry. it's a good variety to have for your three centre forwards. Yeah, it is, and I think as well just to just to kind of um, big up Kamaru a bit more. I think um, where where he differs massively versus Morelos is he is he he's very intelligent on the diagonal. Like he makes these runs, and I've and I've talked about this before, where he bends it to perfection. And as soon as you start bending, you run away from a defender when you've got a yard on him. There's no way he's going to catch you. Absolutely no way. And he's an absolute master of it. And some of the positions he gets into are fantastic, and obviously that's the reason we've got him um, at Rangers, um, and I'm and I'm super excited for the future for him. He offers, um, he offers something different. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, Cal. yeah, he de- he definitely does offer something different, but he also offers that same intel, or maybe not the same intelligence, but the a, a good level of intelligence as with Jermaine Defoe. So if you're a young striker at Rangers just now, do you know what I mean? You're rubbing your hands together because you've got three strikers who you would. You would gladly take lessons from, especially yep. someone like Defoe. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's kind of much to put it here. We were the last couple of seasons against teams that parked the bus. We had a plan A. 
so far this season we're playing A, B, C, D, and bring in uh, to bring in and on the bench to do it. And I quite agree with that. Yeah, we we, we seem to be breaking teams down an awful lot more better now. They're still the attack is still the same. They still sit in. Um, they play a low block, but now we're actually able to get past them. It's still taking a little bit. Excuse me, a little bit of time, but we are yeah. getting there. No, no, your yeah, right policies. No, I was, I was just going to say, sorry, I keep doing this, apologies. Um, no, I was I was just going to say policies. Like, If, if you look at uh, Kilmarnock versus Hibs last week, right? Kilmarnock had the majority of the possession. They had the higher pass accuracy, but they still lost 1-0. And I think that's in, that's that's kind of um, indicative of, 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 of their style of play, but also in our favour, um, to go back to your man's comment, um, regards the A, B, C and D plan, I think... We would expect to have the majority of the ball. We would expect to have the majority of the accurate passes. But we also expect to break the block and score goals. You know, it's not going to be a kind of last season where it's 70 minutes at 0-0 and like every fucking ball that goes forward, you're like, no, fucking hell. And then we nick it in the last minute, you're like, yes. I think, you know, those kind of games are sort of semi-over now. And I think, um, you know... I don't want to make a prediction yet, but I think it's going to be a comfortable match for us. Hmm. I, I like Ross Nelson here. If we've got Pena for a few games to win a league winner, no, maybe not, mate. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate you wanting to get some players back for the bants. However, I don't think that's a particularly good one. Did you, I don't know if did you guys see the uh, interview <laughs> with Andy Halliday with Cy Ferry? No. He's, he's talking about Pena. He said, he's, he said, a lovely guy, he said, a nicer human being you will never meet. But he used to rock up the training, absolutely fucking stinking a drink. Yeah, Yeah. Apologies, have you read um, Fernando Rix's autobiography? Just out of I haven't interest. yet, no, no. I've actually got an it's coming through. But, I read yeah. it. Read it. Um, like the first one before the before the final battle, but he talks about his time at Zenit, Zenit St. Petersburg, where he played alongside... Um, who was that kid that played for Arsenal? The Russian, the Russian kid scored three goals against Manchester United. Ashavin, uh, Ashavin, and the rest of the players would turn up to training, steaming, stinking of vodka, absolutely steaming. Um, and not only that, they would get hooked up to fucking drips and that, and have, have fucking live blood transfusions before matches and shit. It was proper <laughs> corrupt. I'm not even joking you. I'm not even joking you. Holy, holy. That's 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 serious. That's some serious shit. So I Pena Pena's fucking doing here. Do you know what I mean? It might be Mexican yeah. drug cartel, but he's no fucking Russian corruptness. You know what I'm saying? The KGB are watching right now, and I'm dead shortly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one of us is going to disappear within the next few days. <laughs> Sorry, Callum, I gave them your address, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see, see, you're you're the youngest. You're the most expendable. We, we do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, oh Callum, no, I've had to work. Don't worry. What do you think? I'll get you some. I'll, 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 I'll get you some Vaseline for their burns, mate. All right. <laughs> Fucking hell, policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want some aloe vera? You get burned, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I do apologise. I, I don't really mean that. You know that. Anyway. He does. He does. Don't listen to him. I know. <laughs> There's only thing worse than someone being rude is a fucking liar, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes 
Take that policies. Oh. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. And uh, yeah, and I, and I quite agree with Blind Clark. Yeah, CVG was like that because he phoned me up afterwards and went, Paul, what, are you, what are your thoughts on this? And I went, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, are you, 30 centimetres, reducing by 30 centimetres, everything we started. <laughs> my specialist subject is Wendy's. <laughs> All right, mastermind. The Mexican Maradona or the Mexican Messi, someone's put above him there, you know. Oh, the Love it. Method. Oh, that's right. That was according to Pedro Caixina, wasn't it? Matt Mitchell said that, yeah. That's right. I, and, you know, to be fair, AP oh, probably geez. could have been if he wasn't smashed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> care, care, care to uh, elaborate, Mr. Snags? Um, it was actually Salisbury policies, so nowhere between, uh, nowhere near Swindon, as it happens. Um, ah. But thank you to Buckfast and Weed, probably Jill. Thanks, Jill. <laughs> um. The uh, Kidney Sturgeon said, and just we get back on track here, it, he said some weeks ago there's a complete difference in mentality and confidence in the squad, and we have not had this confidence since Walter was gaffer. And I actually agree with that. Where mm. There's a slight, there's, there's a, a steeliness about it. There's not a swagger. I wouldn't say a swagger, not by any stretch of imagination. I don't think Gerard's going to let them have a swagger, but there's a certain a certain determination and steeliness about them, and it's making them say, look, you know, come at us, we, we are better than you. You can see it in Arfield's interview before the Celtic match. You know, he's saying, yeah, we're confident. We play our best. We'll, we'll win this. We, we will win this. It's, that's, 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 that's a mental PMA. There mental is a big action. difference in a, in a footballer and in a game between sort of confidence and, and overconfidence. And mm. we've had players in the past who are overconfident. And now, quite right, the players that we have should be confident because I do think we've got the best squad in the league. And I do think any Rangers, any Rangers team... If they are good enough, they should be confident in saying, "If we play our game, we'll beat them." So quite right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite agree with you. Well so, said. so, um, so the match on Sunday is against Kelly. Um, we're going to play on the plastic pitch. Um, any thoughts? Any changes for the, the starting eleven? No, excuse me. I said I thought Balogun, um, Helander was going to start. Uh, last night he didn't. Balogun started. Now I cannot see Hollander starting on uh, on Sunday for the pure reason, the simple reason, because every match he's played in plastic, he's looked like Bambi on ice. He's a fantastic player. His positional sense is off the scale. He knows exactly where he needs to be. He's reading the game is phenomenal, but I just don't think he handles plastic pitches very well. And that's that, that's the only thing I'm going to say to him. I mean, I think I think he's, a, he's for me he's a, a starter alongside Goldson every single time if he's fit. But I just don't think in Sunday, as long as it's plastic pitches, I just don't see it. Sales. I think, I think he'll, I think he'll start against Kilmarnock. So apologies to Bushy Rebobo there, but I think um, he's he's clearly been, um, he's clearly having his minutes managed, um, and I think as is Balogun, but obviously Balogun is is the preferred option versus um, the top top sides in Europe, um, and we've got that Benfica double header coming up. So I would suggest that Balogun will take a wee back seat at the weekend and uh, Hollander will come in and although like you say you know he's had a tough time on the plastic pitches I think he's somebody that has to learn and Stevie G will will you know he'll have, he'll have had them playing on the on the what's it called now it's not the Hummel Training Centre anymore is it what's it called Auchinhowie what's it now I, I can't even called, mind the, it's called Auchinhowie fucking what is it the training place that we play at now um, Rangers, Rangers Training Centre the Unibet Lodge I don't know what it's called but um 
Aye, obviously, you know, we've 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 got Ashworth pitches in there that will be, you know, we'll have been practicing on um today and the uh, rest of the you know, the rest of the rest of the coming days before the match. But <clears throat> the Rangers training centre, you're right enough, that's what it is, isn't it? There you go, the Rangers training centre. Yeah. Um and I think um I think um Holanda will, will start. Um and I think we'll see we'll see Joe Aribo um probably starting as well, I would suggest. Um as his his minutes are managed as well. And maybe even maybe even Morelos, don't know. Just speculating, I, of course. But yeah, I just just before Callum comes in, I, I see as we discussed before, we're we're not the sort of podcasts who agree with each other. I disagree with Snags. I think Hollander will stay in the bench, and I think Balogun will start. That's just my opinion. That's that's what it is. Hey, that's, that's fine. That's what that's what that's what makes us unique. We don't go. I agree with you, pal. Uh, Callum. Uh, I am I am unsure as to that left centre back position because I was I was thinking that that Hollander would start and then it's it is a good it's a there's good argument as to why he might go with Balogun but I I do agree with the fact that Hollander should learn he needs to learn how to play on them because he's here and I hope he's here for many more years so we can't just take him out every time there's a pitch he doesn't like um, I think Morelos will definitely start. So that's the only changes that I think we go for. Maybe Aribo as well. Manelos, I think I'm almost certain that he'll that he'll start. He uh, he probably deserves it. Um, it was a good goal. So yeah, mm. that's that's what I would go for. Was it three I, changes? Yeah, I, I would I would say for myself, I would say Hollander and uh, Morelos would be the changes that that I would see. But there we go. That's just I, was, I think we'll probably see Ryan Jack for Stephen Davis as well. Stephen Davis will be rested. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I was trying to think, wrap my brains what the other one would be, and that's yesterday, Stephen Davis, because he's, uh, I think even Ajardo himself has said he's not, he's not going to play every single match, start every single match. So, yeah, I quite agree with that. There we go. So, <laughs> just, looking at, just looking at Curry Munch's comment there, Paul, it says. What's that? It says, what's that what it says, Paz. Well, no, it says, oh shit, I hate this. I agree with POS, which is point of sale, but I'll give him that. I know what he means. Ah. Time, to, time to put this vodka, <laughs> put this vodka away. Yeah, exactly, Karimansha. Put the vodka away immediately. You've done, enough, you've done enough damage for the night. <laughs> the more people that agree with me, the better the world will be. And I just want to say right now, when you go to sleep tonight, you'll be dreaming about fucking windy sizes and chimneys, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Exactly, yeah. You want you want you want to you want to look at the construction of uh, of various extensions to both RSGs, load bearing walls, and they're using the A-frames. I mean, honestly, it's it's fascinating stuff. Oof. Hang on, at a moment. Yeah, there you go. I'm back now. Back in the room. Back in the room. Okay, then. So um, we'll move on to predictions. <laughs> so, what's your prediction for the weekend against uh, against Kamara then on the plastic pitch? Go for it, Callum, and I want your goal scorer too. Right, let me think. I haven't had time to think, so I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a, a sort of an absolute right. I think we're gonna, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be, we'll go two one, two one. No, no, we're not going two one. We'll go two nil. Oh. Confident in our defence. Two nil. I think the goal scorers will be Alfredo Manelas. I think he'll get a goal, and I think. Ryan Kent will get a Oof. goal. That's, that's what I'd like to see, and what I, I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to speak it into existence. Manelos, Ryan Kent, two 0 Rangers. Good show, Snags. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say five, five nil. 
Um, and the reason I say that, right, and I know this is going to sound fucking crazy, but I just want to remind people that Dunfermline got pumped by Dunfermline at home 3-0. So if we can't beat them 5-0, do you know what I'm saying? We're doing a disservice. So, 5-0. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm not going to predict scorers because... Aye, I don't want to encourage betting or anything, you know what I mean? A good man, that's fair enough. I'm going to go 3 0 to us. Uh, I think once again we'll get a clean sheet. Um, and, uh, and I think we'll get, we'll get uh, Tav, Kent, and Morelos. But Morelos is a balloon of shot and a seagull's arse and go in. So there we go. And I just want to say, uh, Maggie, Maggie Pate's made a very valid point here. You must never, ever, ever forget Sash Windows. <laughs> never, ever. Thanks, Maggie. That's right. The, the, the only way to... game, Sorry, go on. Go on. So if I was to bet on games, I would I would always go with a clean sheet just now because you can see to each defender how valuable their clean sheet is. And that goes without saying, obviously, but they they really do strive for it just now. So I wouldn't think that they'd let people like fucking Kilmarnock score against us. Come on, take away a clean sheet. Who right, yeah, plays a pop for Kilmarnock these days again? Yeah, that's Brophy. 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 He's the only one. Okay, so from, from scores from uh, the chat are uh, 2 0 to us, goals from Riva from Stevie Patton. Peyton, sorry. And uh, Ross Nelson. Finally, us. Um, that's actually a good point. We're getting eaten, eaten, and we know you. We know you're talking about. Is there a start? Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Not Maggie's gone. Ma- Maggie's gone four nil. Quite agree good with choice. that as well. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you, you just, you just love, you just love snacks, don't you? That's what it is. You're just gonna follow him in high schools all the time. Don't fall for it, Maggie. Don't fall for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Moe's gone two 0 Kent Golson. That's a good show, actually. Put your house on it. Dunfermline got pumped by Dunfermline. That's a good point. I, 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 did, I did notice that. I've had a few beers. All right, but it was come on. It got pumped after Dunfermline, right? So shut up. And I just want. In fact, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you the stats. Right, I'll give you some stats. In fact, you and Murray scored when he's when he's no busy fucking damning Rangers. With his in his paper, he's playing for fucking Dunfermline. Um, right, bear, bear with me. So Kamarnik had four shots. Right, one on target. Dunfermline had 11 and 5 on target. 53% possession. I mean, David, come on. 3 0. Go for you and Murray from the paper. And Fraser, Fraser Murray, probably his brother, scored twice as well in the latter minutes. So it was all second half, to be fair. Uh, Kamanik obviously changed their shape for a laugh and uh, it didn't work out. Uh, okay, so uh, okay, Mr. Scott, what, what was that? What was that? What was that? Explain yourself. What was that? Okay, okay. So you got a clown. A clown. <laughs> clown nose. The revolve bow tie. And the big clown shoes. I didn't see the clown shoes, to be fair. I just saw the... Callum, I'm really sorry about this, mate. I didn't do the clown. I didn't, oh, don't I didn't, worry. I was, I I was worried today because it's been so many months since I came on. I thought I'm going to make an arse of myself. So don't worry. I'm, I'm nah, you've done nothing, mate. You, you're fine. <laughs> don't you worry about that. See, the, the host has assumed that, uh, full responsibility for making an arse. You see, the whole, the, whole, the whole point of it is Snag's not here to make an arse of themselves. You're the straight man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Are you assuming. Callum's sexuality as well. We might like lads, you know what I mean? He's been, he's been looking at me all night. Well, I know he has. But oh, well, uh, you know, I mean, if my girlfriend might be watching this, just keep it dead. I'm sorry, Callum's girlfriend. I'll let you back him in a bit. Snags, <laughs> his, his girlfriend's called Brian. Oh, what? Oh, my morning, morning, morning. Stop it, policies. You'll get us. You'll get us cut off here. Let's move on. Let's move on. Sorry, Nicole. 
Uh, okay, so <laughs> Kirby Monster scored three 0 uh, Alfie Dublin is off the bench. <laughs> I do apologise. That was that lo- was below the belt. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> Stop, sorry, didn't worry about it. Um, uh, Kenny Wilson's got uh, five. Yes, one. Kenny Watson, mate. Change that to five 0 because our fucking back, our back door is as tight as Paul at Caesar's. It lets nothing in, mate, and it can drive boats, you know what I'm saying? Policies yeah. can drive boats with his back door. That's what I'm yeah. just saying. You'd be surprised. Big class with 3-1, Alfie uh, having Goldie, and a Terry Butcher on goal. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Where's Terry Butcher coming for? Fucking hell. Retro top, mate. Love um, it, love it. Uh, I guess it's, it's, it's all about to confidence when Windlass was like... Yeah, that's it. What? <laughs> I think I've got I've got mixed up there. So here we go. Most scores four 0 Morales. Like Great kit. and Shaggy and Zungu. That's that's some pretty stuff. That's hardcore. I I think we might see some minutes from Zungu actually. Second half, I would I would suggest maybe like ten minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Kyle Moss is very right. The man love is strong. Yeah. <laughs> Still on the vodka, I see. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Carl's just um, professionalism says Paz joined it. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you're, you're learning. You're learning. And as I said, oh, wow. I will drag. I will drag us down two miles. And uh, he goes down we ship every single time. Yep, yep. The station begins. Absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. Kenny Watson five now. Cheers, Kenny. You're the man. My man. Beer station is back. You get no idea. What's going to happen in the future? Uh, okay, so uh, I think we'll uh, it's been over an hour and ten minutes. Um, so, uh, any other business? Or are you happy to hang out for five ten minutes and take uh, questions from Aye. the uh, audience? Better, mate. In fact, if it's all right, I'm just going to go and top my beer up. You guys chat amongst yourselves. We'll be back. In yeah, a absolutely. So, if anybody in the chat's got anything they would like answered that we haven't really dealt with, are you okay with us, Callum? Yeah, of course. Uh, if just uh, put it in the chat, I'll stick it on the screen. Now we shall endeavour to ask your questions. So. Fire away, please do. It's all gone. It's all goes twice. So what's this say? So is uh, Paz only fans just a window discussion now? Yes, it is. Yeah, and you will pay a privilege of twenty pound a month for that. I will give you in-depth technical knowledge of uh, various types of windows and uh, framing. Doesn't matter if it's uh, UPVC, uh, real woods, or God forbid you go back to aluminium, which is horrific stuff. But yep, you crack on. Um, you can find me at uh, policies at onlyfans.com. Slash back door. <laughs> what was that, sorry? I said slash back door. Slash, slash back door. Don't want to slash the back door, mate. You won't be sitting there for months. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now, I don't know if this is Frank the Potter's livers or livers. So, can you just elaborate what you mean by that? I I think it would have to go left to right with snags in the middle. That's how it would go. What, uh, as in uh, long effort? Mine being the best. Um, What what have I walked into here, lads? What's going on? You've got no idea. You just missed more. We're just talking about policies only fans. No, I was listening to that. I heard that whilst I was having a pee because I had my headset on. (laughs) <laughs> slashing the door back doors, yeah, um, yeah. So um, I, would, I would say, uh, no, I'm a, I'm a reasonably healthy guy. So snagsy, actually. Even though we do drink, we're still reasonably healthy. We have to be for our jobs. I've done a double workout today. I'll have you know, my liver's on fire right now. 
I went, I, I, I had a 10 mile cycle today as well, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. Come at me, Callum. Come at me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Callum, what did you do apart from yeah. sitting there in your posh fucking Bose headset there? Eh? Yeah. Right, ranking new <laughs> livers. Ranking yeah. new livers before we had a chance to even look at yours. Yeah. I can't fucking believe this. I moved all my kit from my bedroom <clears throat> to the living room so that there was a nice ambience. I had the car in my, my laptop, I had the car in my microphone, I had a wee lamp oh. here. I'm fucking. So that's what Paul, it says. Do you know what we're seeing here? We're seeing live podcast entitlement. Look, you will like my feed because I've made a special effort here. And so I am entitled to rank your liver it's, below my it, own. Because it's, it's, it's got a wee fucking lamp on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Who sold that in? And you know I'm early same? 20s. So my liver is better than your liver. And that's the way it's going to work. I'm, 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 I'm stocked and shunned. It's nice. Mm. Stocked and shunned. But we'll let you stocked, off. Stocked and shunned. It could be purely because you're you're the uh, you're the the eye candy for the ladies this evening. So, <laughs> what about me or Callum? Callum clearly is because that's all we've had the last few weeks. Is where's Callum back? Where's Callum? Look back? at oh, his wee ladies. sexy. I tell you what, I mate, he's got a wee sexy moustache, isn't he? Eh? A wee sexy moustache coming yeah. in there. That's yeah. just I love shadow, that. You see. No, mate, that's a that's a mess. <laughs> don't you fucking don't you talk it down, lad? Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got an aspiring fucking snags beard there. I can see it. Well, that's it's... what I'm going for. I've got, I've got a photo. Oh, here. look at Stupid. Stupid. It's absolutely incredible. Honestly, it, it just really is. Looking good, my it's... man. Looking good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, the thing is, as long as, he, as long as he's happy. I mean, <laughs> I didn't understand. I didn't understand before a few weeks ago. When... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Turn it off. Turn it off. For the ladies, you'll get us chucked off fucking YouTube, man. Turn that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. I do apologise. Uh, he doesn't. He <laughs> we, doesn't. Saw, we see ideas come with, dear God. Yeah, quite frankly, we all agree with that. I'd love to see a live reaction now after that. Fucking carry on up there. <laughs> Dearie me. Oh, 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 there you go. There you go. Set some cow shot. Callum went in there with the victim card, had to do something. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> the, here's a very valid point. So John Daly got appointed as JG's assistant to uh, some Finnish team today. Did you see that? Yes. John Daly, that was, wow. I yeah. did, I, that's, a, that's a blast for the past, eh? <laughs> wee, John, wee John Daly there finding his coaching feet at some Finnish team. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Is it weird to say out of all the players that he, he worked with, that's a strange... Strange appointment. Would you go for John Daly? Mm. Yeah, is that, you, is that who you'd go for as your assistant, Snags? No. Would that be your first choice? I take it, obviously, he'd phoned a few other people first and then. Aye. Well, he rang me, obviously. He rang me first and I was busy. Um, <laughs> you yeah. were the first choice. I was like, I'm John. Uh, sorry, I was like, aye, aye, John. Jonathan Johansson. I was like, mate, I said, you know, I've not done my A licence yet. I can't, I can't come over as much as I'd love to and do it on a, you know, consultancy basis. Um, as a as a way to launder money from the Finnish team, um, but I, I was like, no, no, I can't, mate. But have you tried John Daly? Because I know he's at a loose end. <laughs> I saw him doing <laughs> fucking. So I saw him doing Sucky Hall High Street, like munching on pizzas and that. So maybe, <laughs> he, maybe he needs tying up. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Policies I, I, would love that. I, I, t- I turned the gig down because I had to host the pod this evening, obviously. So that's uh, so that's why I couldn't go. I'm I'm Polis- a bad guy. Policies, can you just talk us through your coaching experience? And he plays that fucking Jatem tune. <laughs> How's that? You're not the guy we're looking for, I'm afraid. Do you drive boats, though? 
<laughs> just, just, just on that, Kyle Munster has put this comment. The fact that I have that on my phone is probably the most worrying thing about this podcast. That takes some doing. I just, I barely, I, all I did was I looked up on YouTube. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Policies has got a Spotify murderers playlist, right? When he's got his victims in his basement, he sticks that on. It's it's mostly white noise, but then every so often it drops in a wee tune like that. It's to keep them on point. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's, it's manipulation. I I actually play that through the through the wireless speakers into the dungeon, right? And I record the whole thing, and and and, I, and, I, and it's in black. It's in it's in black and white. So I, I so as as the mods go ahead, it's your term. Do 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 do. It's 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 quite. It's 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 art. It rubs the lotion on its skin, or else I talk to it about windows again. <laughs> <laughs> Before I take your face, you need to know about the regulations. Yeah, yeah. Thirty centimeters in. <laughs> me. Look at my Airbrox blueprints. This is what it would look like in the future. Nice son. <laughs> This is the point I was making in the pod yesterday. You know, people are saying, "Where's Callum?" And, I, and all the ladies are asking where Callum is. And I made a point: they all want to murder him. Mm. <laughs> Do I, I get all like maternal when Callum that? is on? Yeah, leave him alone. <laughs> Callum, I'd be really worried, mate. Never go to a Brian Loudrop gig. That's my top tip. Wow, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here's here's a here's a very sensible thing. I want to say a big hello. Hello from Dallas, Texas. Used to live a school. Oh, legend. Loving you later. All the best, lads. <laughs> the new Avengers TV. Yeah. Nice to we see you, Justin, my man. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. You've got no idea at all. Um, swing state. Vote Biden. <laughs> no politics in this program. Uh, so, well, I think that's pretty much us. Are you guys okay with that? Are you uh, happy to call it a, a day? And I'm astounded by that, policies. Of course. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Follow your agenda, mate. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching. Um, this is absolutely nothing without you guys. And you have to remember that. It's nothing without you. Um, if you like to like and subscribe to the video, that'd be fantastic. Um, and that's it for me. Callum, anything to add? No, thank you very much. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been way too long. So I've, I remember now why I've taken so long to come back. Never come back. So thank you for reinstating that to my memory. But... <laughs> But but tell him next time Snags is on and he'll definitely be on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Unless the KGB obviously has taken me away. In which case I will not be on again. Don't worry, mate. I'll protect you. Snags. I'll let you pull uh, the show. Oh, thanks. That's really kind policies. Thank you very much. Um I'd just like to say it's it's always an absolute pleasure. Uh, to be a guest on other podcasts because it means I don't have to do any fucking work although that being said I did print off a few sheets of stats so I did do a wee bit of work um, and I love like the interaction I love the people in the chat I love the guys on the actual podcast itself and it's and it's lovely and, and you know I can't think of a better way to spend an hour on a Friday night um, other than um, on Paul that sees his boat when he's driving with his bumhole <laughs> And that being said, uh, thank you very much to everybody for listening and watching. And like Policy says, please subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. Let, share it on your Facebook. Share it on your Twitter. Let people know about it because the wider it goes, the more people it'll get in front of. And, you know, hopefully we bring them a positive mental experience as well because, as we all know, during these tough times, it's something that is absolutely crucial and critical. And some people rely on things like this, you know, to get them through a Friday or Saturday night. So if you can do that, please do. And it would be massively appreciated 
very eloquently put, Snags, and I appreciate your fine words of wisdom there. So once again, thanks everybody for watching, and we will catch you again some other time. Good night. Thank you very much. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.